Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Our Core Listing, the podcast. Chris, let's tell everyone about our brand new sponsor. Yes, new sponsor alert. Egg Fried, brand new clothing brand from our very own home county of Essex. If you're into street art, comic books, kind of alternative lifestyle, kind of gigs, watching cool films, crazy art, throwing a kind of little bit of Asian culture and a a slightly warped sense of humour and then you kind of get where they're going with egg fried right what do they make they make punchy graphic tees hoodies sweatshirts wicked art prints as well as a denim range that's handmade in house which I think is really cool because it supports that slow fashion movement it's domestically made stuff and it lasts a long time and that's really where we're going now we shouldn't be buying a load of throwaway stuff absolutely and they're supporting your wallets as well and let me tell you how they're doing that if you go over to eggfried.com, go and buy some of their amazing garments, throw them in your uh, basket before you check out. They have given you lovely listeners an exclusive 10% discount code, and that discount code is EGGSALAD, E-W-G-S-A-L-A-D. Put that in, save yourself 10%. And, and if you're not even up for spending money on yourselves, who else can they spend their money on, Chris? They have a kids range called Small Fried. Very cute, very cool, and that's also available at eggfried.com. Official sponsors of Hardcore Listing. Hello, greetings. How are you all doing? It's Chris and Glasson from the Hardcore Listing Podcast. Uh, joining him today will be co-host Stuart Roy Whiffin. Stuart, say hello. Hello, how are you? Not too bad. Is it correct that you're the better looking half of the duo? <laughs> I'm not one to talk about things like that, but yes, you're correct. I'd like to anyway, confirm uh, that. Anyway, back over to Chris in Margate. <laughs> I think we're losing our minds. We've just been talking about this, haven't we? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's get, it's... Can I tell you something that I did do this morning that was ridiculous? Yeah. I went for a run this morning. That is ridiculous because uh, you don't look like uh, it. Well, 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 no, I do it every day, but I got overtook by someone that was probably half my age yeah. uh, and, and in a lot better nick than me. And I thought, I ain't having that. Oh, wow. Uh, I, nearly, I nearly killed myself this morning Brilliant. trying to outrun this kid. So I overtook him. Mm. 
and then hoped that he was going to carry on when we got to the, the, the treacle mine roundabout and not go round the bend and en route back to mine. He didn't. He, he, he went the same way as me. Oh, no. And so he was literally about two metres behind me. And all I was thinking was, oh, my God, I can't breathe. I need to stop. It's that pins and needles in my left arm. <laughs> and, like, and, and literally, I couldn't. I was too proud to like, I think I would have died rather than let him overtake me again. And literally when I turned right into my road and he carried on, I literally nearly cried. <laughs> I was so fucked. I got in and everyone was like, you're right. I was like, no, really not. But you won though. I'm a very, I won, won exactly. Because exactly. exactly. he, yeah. he knew exactly when that race finished. Exactly, exactly. And the thing is, it's like it means nothing to anybody that, you know, but now I've just told thousands of people. So for me, I'm getting that endorphin nah, hit now. Nah, well like, a good deed or yeah. a success is nothing if no one knows about it, right? Exactly, that's what that's what exactly. Facebook's for. So you can you exactly. so you can film yourself walking up to your mum's doorstep giving her a Mother's Day present. Do you know exactly. <laughs> do you know who did that? Molly watched that and went, Has he got hold of that video footage then? <laughs> oh look what's brilliant is this this episode's gonna come out on Monday whatever the twenty whatever of November. Uh I look forward to probably about maybe March, early April, <laughs> when he's concocted enough evidence to come back. <laughs> and just casually casually drop it into a drunk cast. <laughs> Like he didn't really give a shit. <laughs> He'll be fucking flipping his table as soon as he hears that. No, no, there's a good reason for that. I was doing it. <laughs> and and it wasn't on Facebook, so stick out your ass, bastard. <laughs> Welcome to Hardcore Listening. If this is your first time uh, listening to this podcast, it is a podcast where we don't slag off our more successful, better-looking, smarter uh, <laughs> podcast uh, boss. Um, it is a podcast where we invite guests on or sometimes talk to each other about top fives. Have you... You've just given us a sudden sh- look of shock on your face there. Did you forget to hit record on the video? I did, yeah. We're all uh, right. We're recording now. The patrons will um, just miss the first couple of minutes there. I'm sure they'll be fine. Um, yes, so that's what we do, but today it is just me and you running down a top five, mate, isn't it? But I guess before we start on a five, we should uh, say thank you to our very, very wonderful sponsors. Yes, um, first of all, uh, Luke Van, um, boom, boom, straight through the roof of the car. Um, uh, yeah, Luke Van Boom, who uh, unfortunately uh, a tree collapsed on top of his car. Uh, fortunately, Luke weren't in it. Um, but, just uh, his kids. But yeah, just. <laughs> <laughs> but no one was hurt in the making of that uh, photograph on Instagram. Um, yeah, so big love to, to Luke. Um, shout outs to. Uh, who's our other sponsor? Ah, don't today? worry about him. Just, just worry about Luke. No, um, we've got uh, Egg Fried have continued for another month, so that's wonderful to have those yes. guys back on board. Uh, egg Fried uh, make really, really cool. Uh, oh. Chris, yep. you've broke oh, up. You broke I've got up. a robot voice yeah. in my ears. Oh. I mean, for th- those that are listening, they won't have got it. But oh, there we yeah. go. Yeah, I just got a message saying my now. internet We're connection back. is unstable. But we will see. Right. It's probably Molly. Okay. Molly's next door, probably watching, streaming something in the bedroom. I don't know. She's cleaning her teeth or something as well. I can hear that. Anyway, come on. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, you'll make me laugh today, Glasson. Um, uh, yeah, oh, um, egg fried. So they make uh, really cool T-shirts, um, sweats, hoodies, handmade and hand-stitched denim. Um, and it, it's just really fucking cool stuff. If you like kind of really nice, classy streetwear, sort of skate-type fashion, go and check them out, eggfried.com. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And they've got a uh, discount code, which will save you money if you go over there. And that discount code, Christopher, is... Egg salad. Egg salad. Egg salad. There you go. One more sponsor? Yeah, it's our wonderful Charles from lovebeer.co.uk. He's coming back on very soon. Mm. we have to do such an interactive meet and greet with the man, mm. the myth, the original mm. sponsor, the legend that is our uh, hippie, hippie capitalist... <laughs> Smoky Woodboy. Yeah, Smoky Woodboy. Charles. Um, Charles, thank you so much um, for your continued sponsorship. It's It's been a wild ride. Thank you very much, mate. And, um, yeah, looking forward to having you back on and, 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 and chatting shit and, and sharing some good stories as well. And it's been brilliant having you sort of sponsor the podcast for the last two years out of your hard-earned money from, uh, you know, trying to set up a business. So big shout-outs to yeah. Chris for just referring to you as a hippie <laughs> capitalist. I'm sure you're very, very pleased with that. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> well, it's a good. It was a good run. It was a good run. It was. <laughs> it's nice, right? Lasted. Oh, if this is the first time you've ever listened to our callisting, you must be thinking, "What the hell's going just on skip here?" Forward. Skip forward a bit. Yeah, like, I'll, I'll skip. I'll give it one skip, and then if it's still crap, I'll uh, I'll just turn it off. Yeah, we'll be um, bringing you some more news about Patreon very soon. We'll yeah. tell you more about that shortly. But there's some exciting things happening over there. And if you're not a Patreon. Uh, already, then um, you should get involved in that because each week uh, we put up another episode and it's generally on them them shows, Chris and I kind of relax a little bit more uh, and it gets a little bit more chaotic and a little bit more probably closer to the line uh, of what's acceptable. And, uh, and it's a right laugh and you're very welcome to come over there and, and do that. You can also get to watch all the episodes because we put the videos up of all the episodes uh, and we also put up four radio shows a week where um, I play records and have a chat as well. So there's loads of stuff you can yeah. get for uh, literally like a couple of bob a week, and it really does help support the podcast. And, you know, you do have a wonderful choice of music, mate. Really, so you've been DJing in clubs for thirty years. So actually, your mixtapes are an, an unexpected pleasure, I think, for people. Why is it unexpected? Look at you. Um, right. Fair point. Today's episode, for example, today I really like this top five, but the one that will be recorded later on Patreon is top five things I've pulled out of my body. So, you know, let your imagination run wild there. But for mm. uh, this one is a great top five. Top five real life superheroes chosen by one of our other patrons, Carl Jones. Thanks, Carl. Yes, thanks, matey. Oh, we're right. going back to eating, have we? We haven't eaten on the podcast for a long time, have we? Normally it's because... We're, we're together, and we've got to have a bowl of snacks in the whiffing, haven't we, in the bar yeah. where we normally record. Well, I, I got up and went for me run, and then come straight down the, the whiffing to record this. I've not actually had any breakfast yet, so I've just got a little muesli bar mm, okay. there. You keep mentioning this um, run. The more you talk about it, the less I think it happened, just to let you know. Oh, uh, trust me. Next time, I'll ta- if I ever end up racing a youngster again, I'll take a photo of my head. Honestly, it was beyond oh, red. Oh, really? Oh, mate, I was just a fucking fat wreck. Right, where are we? Top five superheroes, right. real life okay. ones. Did you know, after I wrote my list, 
I actually then put, well, let's cover, let's cover this off online, see if I've missed any big ones. Obviously, it's absolutely subjective what you see as a superhero, and I'm sure we'll get into discussing that. But there are actual real-life superheroes, like people who have taken the law into their own hands. Like, there's quite a few of them, and they don't obviously get mainstream coverage because I'm pretty much certain the police of any, any country don't really want actual vigilantes, right? Because, you know... Who's the one in America, the dude that wears the black costume and goes around, you talk, like, literally? Are you talking about Batman? But there is a there is a there is one called the something Batman the the the, the not the Brooklyn Batman that oh I'm gonna have to look it up and yeah he he goes around a certain certain place in, in the United States of America you know trying his best to fight crime which is uh, quite uh, quite funny Illegal. oh no there's the Bromley Batman that's incredible the Bromley Batman seen by several witnesses to have saved people from knife wielding gangs and muggers in South London his activities have taken him as far as Cornwall. I want to read that fucking comic, I tell you. That's the comic I want to read. How did he get... Who was he... Who was he... Uh, who was he... Who did... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Chase down to Cornwall. You know... Mm. The Cornish, I mean, the Cornish Catwoman. I imagine he'd probably have a redder head than me by the time he yeah, got to Cornwall. That's a long way. No, he's got a Batmobile, hasn't he? Which is, I don't know, what would that be? Blacked out, Ford Escort. Yeah. Yeah, Capri. Capri, mate, yeah, sick. Mm. So they, they do exist. They do exist. Okay. But um, we're going to talk about our versions of superheroes, real life ones. Is there any mm. sort of theme in yours? Nope. Is there any, did you, like, let me put it this way, did you do any form of thinking or are you just going to read out three, five names? Uh, well, no, I've, I've got some, like, thoughts behind oh, them. Okay, all right, all right. Okay, well, do you want to go first? Yeah. Then. Uh, Donald Trump. Wonderful. Uh, Let's hear it. Come on then. If, well, for those I new think... listeners, for those listeners <laughs> who thought I'll give them one chance, let's get on to their top five. <laughs> And they're like, oh, here we go, Malcolm X. And then you go, yeah. Donald Trump, go on in. Well, I think 
He is so super at being a cunt. (laughs) He's like hero level of kind of fighting crime or fighting fighting fights that people don't want fighting. So I think he's just a completely different level of that that I just think, thank God he's that good at being all of them fucking cuntish things that it means the world is now a better place because yeah. of that. Yeah. I, I, so he's no longer there through being so super at being a cunt yeah. that the because of his actions, the world is now a better place because he's gone. I think sometimes you just need to see a total cunt to, to think, oh, we've gone too far now. Yeah. Let's hope. And I, 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 yeah. but I absolutely pray on that. I saw an interesting post from Sage Francis and, and he said, you know, let's all be really happy about this, this occasion. But obviously Biden might have, you know, He's probably got. He comes with his own problems, but he certainly. Yeah, of but he, he, you know, he he kept better company with Obama. I watched an interview with Obama the other day, and I was just like, oh, I fucking miss that guy, you know. And I'm not saying that he didn't, you know, there weren't things that, that there aren't issues with anyone's presidency. If you're a world leader, it's it's, it's almost impossible, I think. But um, I half miss Obama, and uh, Biden was part of that office. Sorry. Uh- what, how are you pronouncing his name? I don't give a shit. Obama. That's it. Yeah. What was I saying? You just kept saying I keep missing Obama. Obama. Oh, right, okay. Obama, yeah, yeah. Um, you struggle with honours, don't you? What? I don't know, do I? I struggle with pronouncing yeah. any word or name. I mean, there's been but a But it's so weird, you've done, the, you've done the opposite of when you say Dana White instead of Dana. I think it might just be Dana. I don't know. Dana. There's not an R in it. I don't know. I'm confused now. <laughs> right, Donald Trump, yes. uh, prolific level cuntishness. That is his. Uh, that is his super skill. That is. Uh, that is what he's brought to the table. And uh, because of that high level cuntishness, uh, he's no longer uh, a threat, and, and the world is now a better you know place what? because of his uh, his superstar levels of shitness. He reminds me of a piece of tracing paper and a pencil. And I think what he is, is he's that piece of tracing paper and pencil, and underneath it, that is a coin. And that coin is a coin for, for, of all world-class dumb turds. And then when you put that pacing paper and, and pencil over that coin, you, and you get that little relief, you get to see all the people in that country who just espouse absolute nonsense. Because I was watching other interviews with like people who still support him and, and still mm. going on about the... Uh, you know that it was it was it didn't really it was a, f- a fake voting and stuff like that. I mean, no. obviously, I can't rule it out. I haven't seen the evidence yet, but I do think it's a bit. I hope you're not weird. suggesting that some politics are is, is corruption. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, we know there is, and we know in previous presidential campaigns that there's been uh, consi- in the Bush, the last Bush one, they they, mm. they thought there was a uh, t- tampering. Mm. It's just you know when. Uh, I don't know. Like it's, it, they literally, he was doing speeches, and Fox News were even having to say, "We've got to take that down because what he's saying is unfounded." That's Fox hmm. News, who are the most unreliable. That if you're if your media source, if the media source that is reliably unreliable is actually having to say, "We can't actually broadcast what you're saying," that's saying something. You know, that shows his level hmm. of you know idiocracy. So yes, good shouts, Donald Trump. What's your number five? I'm going to go with... Um, 
I'm going to go with Usain Bolt. I can't even pronounce Usain Bolt. Why can't I pronounce people's names? Am I having a stroke? No, I just think it's because you're a cop. Oh, okay. I know that, you know, a lot of the time, we, you know, we, we, we can discuss, and I'm sure when I come on to my other choices, they seem more serious and, and whatnot. But when I watched Usain Bolt run that 100 metres sprint back in whatever it was, 2006, that shot sh- sent shivers down my spine. I, I thought it was electric watching that race. And he'd done it. And, like, towards the end, he wasn't even running fast. And he still broke the... That's what bothers me. That's what bothers me. The last 10 metres, he's just going, God, that was easy. And he's, like, almost just breathing it all in. I think, no, breathe it all in at 100 metres, not at 90. Because you'd you'd probably go sub nine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he possibly could have done that day. And, And there was always the thought that he might do the sub nine. But he never did, did he? I don't think he ever got sub nine. But um, still, I reckon I might have done sub nine this morning. I reckon you did, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just think he's such a nice guy, and I, 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 it was weird. I was on LinkedIn the other day, and I saw um, just it was just a, like, like a little uh, montage of all the times when he's with uh, the kids at the starting blocks, and he's just showing them a little bit of respect and stuff like that. And I just think that's really nice that it, it, he's a per. I, I think. What makes a person, uh, not a hero per se, but shows their quality is how they treat the people that they don't, might, may not be on their level. You know, they, They're not just looking up to impressing their peers and making an impression there. They're looking at making an impression all over the shop. And I just think that was just pretty spectacular. And no, he hasn't, hasn't saved the world or done much for, you know, well, I'm sure he's done things for aspirations and people feeling that they can achieve beyond what they currently expect but he's not I use Malcolm X as an example he's not that sort of political figure he's not Florence Nightingale uh, yeah but sometimes you'll find that, that, that people in the public eye that you know aren't necessarily preaching like you know the aforementioned like sometimes have more influence it's like I look at you know if you look at Russell Brand when he was being quite political mm-hmm. He was probably getting more young people listening to him than were listening to the, the you know, the politicians that were that, that were talking, was, you know, yeah. th- at that time. Um, just because it comes from a different place, it, you know, it comes from something that, in a world of celebrity, you know, that then people are more. A, a lot of people, you know, listen to celebrities. You've only got to look at the amount of fucking Instagram followers these reality TV stars have got, and it's like, you know, people listen to that drivel, and so when you've got somebody. You know, like the same bolt. It's like it's impressive. You know what what he's done, and it is a, it is inspirational. And you know, I watched a, I watched a documentary that um, Michael Johnson done on oh, him yeah. uh, on, on why he's so fast, and and they break it down, and he's slow out the blocks, yeah. and uh, and, they, and they were saying it takes him a while to kind of get up, yeah. and because I think for the first ten meters of sprinters, they're kind of almost in sort of ascending. And uh, and they were saying he was really slow at that, and so like you know they were saying theoretically if he could yeah. get up quicker yeah, yeah. and probably not do the the, the tallying off at the yeah, end, yeah. you know he probably could go or could have gone sub nine. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean when the Olympics are on, the hundred meters is always the thing you want to watch. It's always the the fucking money shot on it, yeah. and it's like to watch human beings move that quickly is ridiculous, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's. It's a bit of a thrill. 
and that makes him a bit super. There's no one else who's managed to do that speed. Good on you, mate. Good on you. What's your number four? Um, incidentally, uh, the bloke that lived on my housing estate growing up, Wilbert Greaves, mm-hmm. uh, was a 110-metre hurdler. Yeah. Uh, and he is in the Guinness Book of Records as the fastest man at the blocks. And he was what, one of the guys general, that got just... in the world ever. Wow. He's, he's, he's the fastest guy at the blocks. Uh, he was beaten, and the record got took away from him by Ben Johnson, and it was subsequently withdrawn. Because of uh, doping. Because of the drugs, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, Wilbur Griggs, who was also the guy that got me and my mates into DJing, because he used oh, to DJ right. at a youth club. And, uh, and yeah, he was, uh, if you go into Guinness Book of Records, there's a picture of him hurdling next to Daley Thompson. And, uh, and yeah, fastest guy at the blocks. So he was actually faster than, yeah. <laughs> than the same bolt at the blocks. Yeah. Um, I'm faster okay. than the same bolt at some things, mate. All right. Yeah, but wanking don't count. Uh, it's not in the Olympics. I've been trying to get into the Olympics, but still not there. Right, what am I going to go for? Um, right, for my number uh, four, I'm going to go for Stuart Roberts. Stuart and, Roberts, oh, uh, amazing. Yeah, I, th- I think Stuart Roberts is um, he, he, he's just a good egg, and uh, uh, his story. We, 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 you was you was in a, uh, having some family problems at the time, and, and when Stuart come on, uh, I had to do it um, with him on my own, and uh, and he come round and sat in the bar, which was a, a weird thing because Stuart's a, a recovering alcoholic, um, and yeah, he's he's just incredible what he's done. You know, he, he grew up. You know, in in our where we grew up, and um, I met him through Pip because he was Pip's hairdresser, mm-hmm. um, and and yeah, he he had a very very successful chain of businesses in 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 the hairdressing industry, and become an alcoholic and got involved in cocaine and and yeah, all sorts of horrible things, uh, and it nearly ruined his life, and you know, nearly cost him everything, and he then basically you know, stopped and, and, and he's now, you know, clean and dry and through his time, then into setting up a charity, uh, called haircuts for homeless. And then just spends his days now, um, traveling around the country at different kind of, you know, sort of hostels and missions and, uh, uh, and basically transforms homeless people's lives yeah. like by by the sim- by something as simple as cutting their hair and by cutting their hair it's probably the first contact homeless people have had for ages yeah. where somebody's actually touching yeah. them and he says you know that when people have had their hair cut um a homeless person will leave wherever they've had their hair cut and people will look at them differently because they've got a haircut you know and 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 all of a sudden they're not looked down upon, you know, like they're worthless, yeah. you know. And he said that's that's a transformation. And it's, it can sometimes be the first time that they've spoke to anyone for you know weeks. Yeah. And I just think what and, and and just seeing you know and speaking to Stuart as to how that's transformed his life as well, you know. And he said you know he had a swimming pool in his garden. He mentions it on the podcast. I think he said I was sitting in a swimming pool with a cigar in my back garden with a whiskey. And thinking, what would be the easiest way for me to end my life? And and I just, you know, that that proves that, you know, all of the kind of the things that you're expected are going to bring joy and happiness. 
aren't necessarily the case. You know, he's now, you know, committed his time to to giving, and that's brought him more joy than than you know than ever. And I just think that it's really impressive. And you know, see him. He, he's he's also got a podcast which we should shout out uh, called Hear Me See Hear Me See Me or See Me Hear Me, see me, hear me. Um, where he, where he talks to you know really inspirational people um, and and also speaks to you know people whose hair he's cutting and he's become very good friends um, with um, Lena Hedy uh, of uh, Cersei from uh, I Game think of it's Lena I think it's Lena not Lena I think it's Lena is it. Don't know. I thought it was Lena Headey. Oh, okay. I probably got that wrong again. But um, but yeah, and and yeah, so she she goes down and gives her time up to to, to to you know bring attention to what he's doing and and just brilliant, like absolutely brilliant what he does. So yeah, Stuart Roberts is my number uh, four. That's a great shout, mate. Um, and having a haircut does make you feel incredible, doesn't it? You can yeah. I think getting your haircut, just even just getting my sides trimmed up here. That, I mean, that was the back you just Back and sides, all right, all right. I'm right. going to get technical. Um, yeah, I think it does. It makes me feel incredible, you know? Yeah. Does he do nuts as well? Back, sack and crack, or is it just there? Jackson Saves the Moon. The incredible new children's book from Darren Garwood and illustrator Carl Osborne is now available at www.jacksonsuperhero.com, Amazon, Waterstones, and all other major book outlets. Join Jackson in a quest to bring back the moonshine, meet aliens from another planet, and fly in a rocket ship across the galaxy. Jackson Saves the Moon. Other titles in the series include Jackson Saves an Owl and Jackson's Solution to Pollution. Live the adventure at www.jacksonsuperhero.com. What's your number four, Chris? Um, going into a supermarket, right? You put on a face mask, yeah, at the moment. And you walk around yeah. the supermarket for fucking 10 minutes and the face mask starts itching and getting hot and annoying. Have you had that? No. Do you, are you all right? It doesn't bother you at all? Uh, no, I, 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 uh, I, I don't really go shopping that okay. much. And if I do, I, I certainly aren't in anywhere for more than 10 oh, minutes. Okay. But and my beard's a lot less kind yeah. of intrusive than yours. So we normally get our stuff delivered, but every now and then I have to do it. Right? I have to go inside. All right, Alan Sugar. Fucking hell. And uh, and it's, I hate it. I hate wearing it. And I do, obviously, because we have to. We all have to do that, right? But it was making me think the other day when I was walking around, fuck working in a hospital right at this moment in time. Like, when, when my brother was talking about... He, so my brother's a theatre manager. And he was telling us about, in you know, back in summer, where every time they were in the theatre having to operate or do whatever... They have to wear full PPE, face mask, goggles, and it's hot in there. And can you imagine being there for like 12 hours a fucking day? And people were doing that, working themselves to, to almost to death and at the risk of catching COVID. And so, yeah, it is a bit of a, you know, obvious one uh, at the moment. But I just think the people who have worked in our NHS during this time have not seen any, like, any, any... Sorry, dude, can, can you hear that noise? Oh, I can hear it coming and going. It's uh, it's either your stomach or it sounds like a lawnmower. It's gone now, it's gone. 
Oh, it's just my neighbours seem to now be drilling in my fucking wall. <laughs> so sorry, so yeah, sorry about that noise. But sorry, Chris, go on, Karen, just just ignore it. Yeah, uh, listeners, uh, just ignore <laughs> that. Um, yeah, uh, yeah. So I just think the NHS stuff working under these sort of conditions has been fucking mad. And like you know, it sounds like we've got some maybe some potentially good news with these vaccines coming through. Uh, but it just blows my mind, sort of like what they've had to do, and be, having to be in those conditions, and knowing that the country is relying on you to get people better yeah. and help people recover. I think it is incredible, and you know, it is it is one that you can't name everyone who's 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 being a superhero in that way. But I do mm. see that as extraordinary expectation on people uh, that people are having to deliver on. So yeah, I think it's a simple one, but yeah, I definitely think that's one that got to be mentioned in my top five at the moment. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Coming in. Uh, my number three. Uh, I'm going to go for R2D2. Yeah, of course. Um, I, I just think uh, he's just a straight up legit hero. Uh, never really know what he's saying, but you do. Mm. Just by you understand the bleeps he says because of the tone. Exactly, of them. it's the tone, isn't it? That's what we understand more. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, and the fact that there's all manner of really cool looking, you know, superheroes, you know, like Han Solo, Luke, you know, Ben Kenobi, yeah, doesn't matter because fundamentally the hero of it all is always R two D two. Yeah. And he he helped Luke get out of that, get, not get eaten by the Sarlacc pit monster. He fired out the lightsaber, didn't he? There. Um, yeah. He's calm he's, under pressure. He, he stopped the crusher. Like yeah. in Star Wars, he transmitted the fucking message that saved the fucking whole thing. Yeah. He transmitted the message from Leia. Yeah, exactly, mate. Yeah, what a legend. What a legend. What's your number three? Uh, Katie Piper. I think to fucking go through what Katie went through. Um, Marrying Peter Andre. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it is, is, is the. Um, what she had to do in the Piper Foundation is just something incredible, basically. So I think you're, you're, you're confusing it with Katie Price, mate. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I did wonder. Is she back in the jungle this time? No, she isn't, is she? No, no, okay. oh, no I don't okay. think she right. is. Um, yeah, I, I just think Katie Piper, fuck me, what she's done. And like, I, I think, like, being... So, for people, if you've listened to our podcast regularly, you, you'll probably know that... I mean, even one of our sponsors, Luke Bamboo, does a lot of work with uh, the Katie Piper Foundation. If people aren't uh, clear on who Katie is, Katie was, unfortunately, probably about 10 years ago, maybe a little longer now, I'm not 100% sure, a victim of an acid attack from her previous partner. And um, absolutely horrific was told that she not to expect to live long, let alone ever have children. You know, it was... The acid attack, I think, destroyed one of her eyes. Um, I mean, what a thing to do to someone, to remove their identity like that. And and, and that's just one of the things, you know. It's, it's, it's the fact that they nearly died. There was other events uh, that this... this, this uh, this person did to Katie as well. It's it's truly, truly the stuff of your worst nightmares, really. And for Katie to um, overcome that, and, and 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 I'm not saying that you know, can you ever truly overcome any of the events that we ha- that happen in our lives, especially something so um, 
severe as that, no doubt that that is, you know, that still requires strength and, and a battle each day. But to be able to do that and then to turn it round and a bit like uh, Stuart become a, 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 a position of responsibility for others and doing good and being a force for good for others. Uh, because that, that, that could go so easily go the other way and that your lower emotions, like, I'll pour, they'll pour me, that's not fair, um, the world is a horrible place, all men are evil. No doubt she could have had all these thoughts and feelings, but to, to, to actually be able to champion them and then be a champion for others, I think is just flipping incredible. And there's no way that that doesn't make a, a superhero, in my eyes, really. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. <clears throat> I think she's uh, she's incredible, uh, Katie Piper. She uh, she done some stuff in, in in Pop Bible magazine, and you know she's she's been quite uh, proactive in the podcast industry. And and I, I actually we Pip and I um, met her uh, um, uh, the uh, British Podcast Awards a couple of years ago. Uh, she's she's beautiful. Yeah, she's hot. Like. Like absolutely beautiful, she turned up with uh, with Jamie Lang uh, of uh, uh, Made in Chelsea, and 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 I think like I just think it's it's, it's really inspirational as well for for other people that have probably experienced the horror that she's had to experience because unfortunately acid attacks, you know, are probably more common than than ever, uh, and it's a fucking disgusting thing, you know, to to ever sort of you know do that to somebody, but I think. You know, to have somebody that's, you know, is it Tresemme? I'm not sure what the brand is now, but but she's, you know, she's she's the it's face wicked. of that. It's so cool. And like, and that must be, you know, a, a, such a source of inspiration if you've been, you know, affected, you know, in the way that she has to see that, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to hinder your life. You know, you can you can live, a, you know, a fruitful, exciting, and you know, positive life. And and I think yeah, absolutely inspirational. She's done everything right, yeah. that she was told she couldn't do, you know, and and fucking mm. res- respect to her, and respect to everyone who's then got behind her as well, and all the people she's helped. Yeah, big ups, yeah. big ups, KP. What's your number yeah. two, mate? Um, my number two. Oh, it's my dad. Oh, that loser. Like, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just me dad. It's like you know, um, purely. It's really weird. I guess as you get older, you know, you you start to kind of look at your habits and you look at the way that you live your life and you look at the things that drive you and the things that, you know, and especially when you have children, you look at how, you know, you bring up your children and, and you draw parallels from how you was brought up. And, and yeah, and I just, I, I look at, you know, my my dad growing up and um, he'd, he'd be working a lot you know, which has generally been the case for me as well. Um, but he was, he was a, 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 worked in Tilbury Docks. He was a docker, you know, just a, a, a you know, very working class um, upbringing. And, uh, and then when there was lots of kind of closures in the eighties, um, my dad then decided he was going to start his own business, which, was, you know, for, for somebody that was a docker from Tilbury to then start up a, you know, a chain of estate agents and insurance brokers to the point where at one point he had like three shops and, and we had a, a couple of years where we had a few quid 
and it was like you know it's really impressive to you know all of a sudden like my dad had like a, a bmw yeah. and it was like wow you know we were brought up like driving cortinas mm. and escorts and and things like that and never really having money i mean we never went with that but we didn't have like you know we wasn't certainly not having flash holidays or anything like that it was yarmouth and for a few years it was it was all really yeah. really good and then at the end of the 80s you know there was a, a huge recession and it and it crippled my dad's business and and you know from the the, the few years where we had a, a quite a nice size house all of a sudden that went and you know working class people are proud people and you know he had to take that on the chin yeah. and we had to downsize to a very sort of humble small house uh and he had to start again and he, he you know he bought a petrol station um in, in Billericay and then shortly after he'd bought it he'd been missold it and it was a hot spot for being a target for armed robberies and and so there was that thrust upon him and so he had to kind of get out of that as quick as he could uh, and then, you know, just then set up his, you know, working from home and, you know, set up another business. And, and I just think that that's, all of that is really, really difficult to kind of pick yourself up. And never once did I ever see my dad sad. I never once saw him complain and just constantly just built it all back up again. And, and yeah, and, and all of this time, he never once said to me, you know, I, I took it upon myself to think that he was like, I'll get a trade son because I, I be, he was a mechanic before he went in the, yeah, the docks. Yeah. And so I, become, I for some reason, decided to become a mechanic and, and got qualified in it, which obviously I was never going to do. And got involved in music and got involved in dressing like a fucking idiot and, and just, you know, involved in, I guess, you know, things that aren't on paper to people of that generation, a career. Yet never once did he say don't do that yeah. he was like go get on with that that's that's good and like and just always kind of never really judged me or you know told me that what I was doing probably weren't going to pay enough or anything like that and and I just think that's that's all like really really in you know I, I found it whenever I'm having like a shit time with work or things like that where I think oh fucking hell is this working I just think if it doesn't then I've seen that you know you can start again yeah and it can, and, you know, and it's it's attainable. You can, you know, and and he said, you know, at one point in your life, you've got to, it's got to go wrong, and then you learn so much from that, yeah. and you know, and you you start again. So, yeah, I'm just I'm just gonna, you know, throw it in there, and it's it's like it's it's and it's definitely affected how I bring up my children. My my, my youngest is going through her exams at the moment, uh, and I've always just got that mindset of like. Slap them don't about. Don't worry about it. No, yeah, don't like, worry about it. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> don't worry about it. It doesn't matter. It's like, you know, but I, I guess I shouldn't necessarily always be saying that <laughs> because, you know, that, that they, they might want to do something more <laughs> academic. But I just think you'll be all right. It's just a fucking, it's just a number or a letter on a bit of paper. Mm. You know, if you've got ambition and you've got something that you're into, go and get a job in something that you like yeah. doing like however much it pays yeah. like don't worry about it like you know do something that you like and yeah and I just think like all of them kind of fundamentals I've got from my yeah. dad and and I'm sort of hoping to, you know trying to sort of bestow them upon how I bring up my kids so yeah my dad so what's your number two that's a lovely one mate um right I am gonna say uh I can't pronounce this person's name right 
This is like it's this is Dana. It's Dana. This is. <laughs> it's in, it's really difficult. Thick quang duck. And this is the part that I, I know I've got that wrong, right? But I was just thinking of people who've done like a <laughs> morbidly a bit like what a will superhero has been known to do. Um, but, but it's quite a dark take on it because you know you got the, you, you know the Fantastic Four. Yeah. You know the Human Torch. Yeah. Uh, this guy Thick was the was the uh, Vietnamese Buddhist guy who, in protest, just set himself on fire. And it's the obviously it's the picture that was um, on the uh, front of the Rage Against the Machine cover, and he was protesting uh, the uh, the Vietnamese president at the time's uh, oppression of um, the right to, uh, for people to follow the, the you know the, the the Buddhist realism and Buddhism. And I just think it's such a crazy parody from the rea- you know what you know Tinder versus reality. You know the idea that you know you could have a human being who flies around the world saving lives and he's on fire to actually the dark the dark side of a person who felt that the the way he wanted to protest and and and, and help his fellow man and woman was to fucking sit outside uh, in in a town square cover himself in petrol and fucking set himself on fire. I just think that's crazy, and and it's it's more when when I look at that, how powerful that image is. It's the fact that he sat there, you know, deep in meditation, like with poise and posture. I mean, how how does anyone? How can someone have that much control over their body and mind, and have that much conviction to fucking make that sort of protest? It's crazy. And in many ways, sometimes I wonder how effective it was, because as powerful as that 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 one that that uh, that image. Well, 40, Forty years later, we're still talking about we it. We are, but people often are talking about the image and, and what it and, and and not what it stood for, and, and 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 interestingly, it was such a big thing that he did, uh, and such a powerful gesture. Obviously, it it, it did it did um, get world world recognition. So it really did deliver. It's completely different to my number one um, in terms of actually what the action was, but the actual ongoing impact that it had. But I'll, t- I'll tell you about that in a minute. But yeah, I think th- to do that, that's mad. You know, that's what a real superhero is. Like, that, you know, if you think about someone flying around on fire saving lives, it's like, no, this... this the reality of that, that superhero was he set himself on fire and died because of, of of what he believed in, you know, and 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 how he wanted to bring attention to that that cause and that plight. Just powerful stuff, man. Absolutely insane. And that image will stay with me f- for forever. Really, it's a tragic. It's tragic to think that he had to do that, or felt the need to do that. And it's also overwhelmingly powerful to think that a human being could also do that, you know. So mm. yeah, there you go, mate. And I'm so sorry for massacring your name, buddy. I say I really am. I've not had a good. It's not been a good run for pronunciation today. <laughs> oh, brilliant, brilliant. Right, who's your? Uh, is this your number one? It is. Mm. Uh, I'm going to go for the uh, the best superhero ever, uh, and that's Jackson superhero. Ah, lovely shit, lovely shout. I, only person to uh, take a shit live on our podcast as well exactly exactly uh for listeners that are unaware of uh jackson superhero 
Um, Jackson Superhero is um, an animated, uh, is, is a star of a book, uh, and it is, um, it's put together by uh, a friend of ours uh, called Darren Garwood, and his son Jackson uh, is terminally ill, uh, has a, a very, very rare condition uh, called Krabby's uh, disease. Is it disease? Krabby's condition, I don't know, I don't want to say it's disease. Um, but it's called Krabby's, uh, K-R-A-B-B-E, I believe it's spelled. Um, and obviously, you know, no, nobody could ever, you know, comprehend or, or try and understand yeah. what it must be like to to have, you know, a, 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 a baby and, 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 you know, soon realise, you know, a, a diagnosis would, would say that, you know, Jackson's time on, uh, you know, in, in their lives is going to be limited. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, unfathomable. Um, and Jackson can't can't talk and uh and and his dad darren uh just wondered what he dreams about and he can't walk and so what he done was um create uh, a, a superhero called jackson superhero that comes alive in his dreams uh and can fly and can do all the things that he can't do of a day you know um due to due to what you know uh, due to Krabby's. Uh, and it's just amazing to see, you know, that that that, that Jackson, you know, has gone from, you know, uh, you know, as as I think, I don't want to get this wrong, but as 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 lived a lot longer than uh, initially yeah. was thought, uh, and and just seeing, you know, what incredible parents Darren and Rebecca are, and and the whole family, the whole family are like, you know, good mates of mine, and to see what what Darren's done with something so sad as and, and has created something really, really positive and something that I imagine has probably been a really um a, a really good thing for for Dale to do as well, to kind of, you know, focus on some you know, some some real positives as well in, in, in bringing awareness to this book and you know, and seeing the stuff that, you know, we mentioned Russell Brand earlier, like Russell Brand has been a, a huge supporter of, of the, uh, of, of, of Jackson and, and, and yeah, and just seeing that, you know, there's, there's, there's books out there now and, and, you know, go over to Amazon and, and just, you know, Google Jackson superhero and, and buy the book because, you know, it, it, it all goes in the pot, you know, for awareness for, for Krabby's and yeah, and he's just a, a beautiful little lad and, and, you know, you, you can go on, uh, and listen to episodes. Darren's done two episodes now, I believe. Um, he's also been on lots of other podcasts um, talking about, you know, uh, Jackson Superhero and just, a, yeah, just an absolutely, you know, wonderful human being, Dal. And, uh, yeah, and I just think it's something that I could never, ever comprehend or certainly wouldn't ever be able to deal with it the way that, that Darren and his family have. And I keep saying Darren, I should say Rebecca as well. Um, just the whole family had have dealt with something, you know, that, that must be very, very, you know, it's unthinkable how difficult that must be. And they've done it, you know, and, and been so positive and, and, you know, and it's, it's inspiring to see that, you know, through such difficult things, they can come up with, you know, something really, really inspiring yeah. and, 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 and good and positive. So, uh, yeah, if, uh, yeah, I mean, we've, there, there'll be an advert for, Jackson superhero on every episode of Hardcore Listing. Now there's there's an advert um, that you probably would have heard already on this episode. So um, yeah, go and go and buy the book. Good shout, mate. Good shout. Um, unfortunately, Darren also is a compulsive liar, and if you 
want to know more about that, you'll have to go and see his uh, last podcast that he recorded with us and Jackson, which was uh, yeah. top five um, true, true or false facts, mostly about yeah. the animal world. Um, if you want to know whether or not an ostrich can walk, uh, can't why an ostrich can't walk backwards, or if they can't, then you're going to have to. Uh, and bats can only turn left, I believe, as well. You're going to have to go and check out that podcast because it is it's something else. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Jackson superhero, go and buy the yeah, book. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, good shout, mate. Good shout. Um, so my number one, I, I said like obviously for number two. Um, I, I said it was such a bold statement what um, that chap had done, what that monk had done. Um, whereas this one, I think, was such a small thing. It seems like a small thing, but it was massive. Are you talking about your cock? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Actually, I've got a grower, not a shower. Um, and I think that's just a lovely thing just to say before I say Rosa Parks, I think, is an incredible superhero. Um, I think the fact Rosa Parks is the uh, back in the fifties, nineteen fifty-five. Um, she was the woman, black woman, who decided just to not sit up and get up off of her spot on the bus um, to al- allow a white dude just to sit down. And it sounds so like it sounds so small compared to um, a chap setting himself on fire. But back then, I just can't imagine how it that would have taken quite a lot of guts. And probably a lot of frustration, and maybe there was quite a lot of anger that was were actually fueling her insistence of not getting up. Um, but really, it seems like such a small thing now, doesn't it? It doesn't seem. Yeah. It doesn't. It seems so stupid and and tiny. But that got her arrested. She spent time in jail, a few hours in jail. But it sparked masses amounts of the civil rights movement. Um, you know, eventually, you know, judges, I think there was a boycott and, and, and um, a lot of people got behind it and, and wouldn't use buses. And eventually the judges decide, well, you know, we're going to have to stop this and we're going to have to like mix buses and, and, and not just have a section um, for, for different people. And um, yeah, it's triggered so much. It sparked, it's helped so many people. Just the sit, you know. If you think of superheroes again, you think about these, you know, Superman doing like these amazing feats. Whereas all she had to do was just not stand up, and yet probably not to do that took all the courage in the world that thousands of other people wouldn't have dared do at that time through fear of the, uh, you know, the reprisal of it. Um, so yeah, I think Rosa Parks is a. Uh, is is another example of a, a real life hero superhero. It doesn't, you know, you're not wearing a cape, and it takes bravery and other values in order to sort of like to do something that's extraordinary. And that extraordinary act there, you know, has has been a reference point since then, and will continue to be. And you know, just something. It sounds silly, and like you know, saying something as as, as small as not moving from a seat. But the gravitas of that situation is fucking ridiculous. It's huge, you know, and I just think it's incredible, yeah. you know, to, to do that and, and, and for it to still be a reference point, you know, in you know, and also kind of shows that we haven't really come as far as we should have. Mm. The fact that we're still talking about that, you know, regarding mm. all manner of things that have happened, you know, and happened in 2020 mm-hmm. as well, yeah. you know, that, you know, there, there still is that. There's still a lot. Of, there's a long way to go. Yeah, but I think also she has. 
she has cheated the system in many ways because uh, my number two literally had to set himself on fire. So, yeah, just sitting there, it, thinking about it now, it just seems a bit lazy. Chris and I want to tell you all about our Patreon page. It won't take long, but we think you're going to want to hear it. Because you're missing out, quite frankly. Massively. All the more risque stuff that we sometimes think, oh, can we get away with that? Uh, we put it on our Patreon pages. And there's over 150 episodes uh, for our $10 subscribers. Absolutely. So for well, whatever that works out in UK pounds, what's that, about £7.50 a month? Yeah, for, for the price of a bag of chips, uh, for a Savoy and chips, you can actually have us in your ears four times extra a month. That's four episodes minimum that we put out um, exclusively for Patreons, plus... Um, there's loads of we video most of our episodes now and the videos you can watch all of the podcasts now over on patreon as well um we put up loads of other unique content over there yeah don't there's we? there's there's pictures there it's basically our version of our only fans account isn't it basically so you, you exactly. get the sort of pictures on there of, of the behind the scenes of stew tucking into a pot noodle basically sort of stuff you that shouldn't be available to the public no one needs to see that but that's all we just thought we'd give you a quick heads up that if you're enjoying these podcasts then be aware, for like £7.50, you can go and listen to over 150 exclusive episodes. And there's some great ones over there with previous guests as well. Um, loads of names that you're going to recognise if you've been listening to, to the, 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 the weekly podcast we put out. And, yeah, and also, if you are a subscriber, we're more than likely to do one of your top fives if you recommend it. Because we prioritise the patrons first, don't we, as well? Absolutely, yeah. So we, we try and sort of do as many top five suggested by you lot as well. So, uh, yeah, head over to Patreon. Where can they find out about it, Chris? Uh, Patreon.com forward slash hardcore listing. Easy peasy. And you can watch an intro video there as well of us in jacuzzis and doing sexy stuff. With Gal Porter. With Gal Porter. Not doing sexy stuff with Gal Porter. Can I just clear, clear that up? <laughs> Gal, not trying to drag your name through the mud. <laughs> and Scroobius Pip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash hardcore listing. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present Hardcore Listing, the podcast. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.